When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's almost like a toe reconstruction in my second toe. Uh, I, had, I had. How did it happen? An incident in a game, like late, Stood on late or in the moment, late No, I think I just pushed off. I can't actually remember the, oh, no. the incident, but um, I was uh, monitored and um, and medicated accordingly. And then during the final series, I've I've tore the plantar plate, which is sits under your second toe, and then the joint became. Uh, um, unstable and so they've pinned and, and fused and, and shortened the toe by a mil and a half. So uh, it was quite a quite a complex procedure. Uh, I'm feeling feeling really good now, but there was sort of no guarantees that um, you know you, that you get through it. But the plan at this stage is is still very much round ones alive, um, and that's that's shifted um, a few times throughout my my um, rehabilitation period. I, I thought that I'd. I'd um, It'd be maybe sort of round three or four, but um, I've progressed really well. Tom Hawkins with us on AFL 360 last night. So by his own admission, he felt like he had ruled himself out for round one, but it's back in play now. And they shortened his toe by a mil and a half. I must admit, I said to him during the ad break, did you say they shortened your toe by a centimetre and a half? Which in hindsight would have been quite dramatic. Sam Edmonds, hello. <laughs> hello, Jared. He's got plenty to lose, though. Let's be honest. They're big clompers, those Tom Hawkins' feet. Or EFS, delivering simple freight solutions. I love the look of the greatest team of all documentary that you, uh, so well, you tied that together with Fox Footy. Because one of the great traditions in the game, Fox do so well, the sit-down, the passion project, I think you'd file it away under that sort of terminology. The story, of course, behind Geelong's emphatic 22 flag and their 10th premiership. The club that refuses to rebuild. And it's not until you articulate it, you realise just how many different separate narratives there were around Geelong coming in. I mean, the veteran-laden list that was the subject of all the, the pre-season jokes this time 12 months ago, the coach they recommitted to after a prelim thrashing when he'd been there for so long and it might have gone the other way if the players wanted that change. The new coaches underneath him and around him, the daring new game plan, Steve Hocking comes in, the new CEO, and then there's the captain, Joel Selwood, and his future. There was no shortage of talent or material to work with. Yeah, and they all sort of had individual moments of realisation around the season, the losses to Fremantle and St Kilda, mm. the wins against Collingwood and Port Adelaide and Richmond, uh, the Tom Stewart suspension and the role that played in bringing Sam De Koning to the forefront for a month. And then clearly the, the qualifying final was the game. We sort of all knew it going in and so did they. And having got through that, that sort of unmistakable sense that they had as there's no stopping us now. And Joel Selwood's future, the absolute centrepiece of the season, the longest serving skipper in VFL, AFL history, 34 years of age. Now, I'm sure I'm not on my own here. As I watched Joel Selwood's career, I thought, this is not the retiring type. This is not the guy who's going to say, yep, I'm done. And a credit to him because the guy is willing to just about die for the cause out on the field. Is he going to be the guy just to walk out into the sunset? I, I envisage him as being someone they have to drag kicking and screaming out of the place. So when it became known that, yep, he'd, he'd hung them up, I thought, oh, wow. Well, that's an amazing moment of clarity. But then you sit down with him. He makes probably the confession of the documentary for mine. 
Yeah, it was late. It was around, it was literally around 22 when I was up on the Gold Coast and making a phone call to my manager at that time to catch up early, to start around 23, to talk about what it looks like going forward. And that was all a part of the plan. It wasn't that we hadn't had conversations with the club throughout the year, but it was more that way so that then I was stuck in the moment. It was a conversation with Tom in Melbourne first. I left him and I told him that I'd probably still like to play in um, 2023. Um, by the time that I arrived home to Geelong, I had an understanding that he was probably telling me that you've had a really good run at it. Um, and I had that time to sort of, you know, fill in the gaps a little bit and go, you know what, he's right. And it's a good decision. I'm happy now. I'd squeeze the lemon pretty hard. There's a little bit of juice in it, but not enough. Not enough for um, what, what this club needs right now. So he was actually going to play on again until they said to him, probably ever so gently and politely, you'd imagine through his management and others that, look, maybe, hey, she's been a good run. Now's the time to go, which was good of him to confess. Yeah, and then he gets the storybook ending. Mm. And from what I gather in the in the off-season, he's done his calf twice. Right. Just walking around. <laughs> probably was a good decision then, I reckon, <laughs> if he just cutting some laps, what, just down with Craig Bellamy at the storm and the calf's pinging a couple of times, then maybe... Look, you go out, cup completely overflowing. Not yep. just full, but overflowing. Hey, fair bit of fuss made over the MCG turf, Jared, out the back of these two Ed Sheeran concerts. Bit of rain since. Now, I've spoken to the MCC boss, Stuart Fox, this morning. They found the discussion a tad humorous. Now, the company that does the MCG surface, HG Turf, grow the turf off-site for the MCG, and they've, they contract that turf every year. So... They grow half to two-thirds of the Oval every year, no matter what. Now, HG Turf are doing all the Ed Sheeran concerts, I've found out. So Adelaide Oval's on tonight. They'll uh, they'll lose the same amount of turf as the MCG, and they have a round one game on March 18 with Port playing Brisbane. Then he's at Optus Stadium, Ed Sheeran. They've got to do the same as well at Optus. They've got two round two games on the 25th and 26th of this month. So the MCG are going to replace 10,000 square metres of turf. They're doing that today and tomorrow in the days this week. So it's like a big jigsaw, big square in the centre wicket area there, Jared. They'll plonk it down. Um, there'll be perhaps a couple of lines that we're not used to, but it'll be cosmetically done, and it can't move. It can't shift. It'll be stable underfoot. It's a sandpit now, but it will be completely and utterly fine. It's not their first rodeo when it comes to concerts, so don't worry. The footy will look magnificent. It was the biggest one that they've had yet, though. And yeah. It unlocked a real potential in the ground, I think, for the future. So, yeah, but... They, I don't reckon they would have been wrapped with the rain that they got as no. soon as they lifted it all. But looking but at the some forecast, lovely weather yeah. coming late in this week. They're blessed for the next uh, five or six days. I reckon we're going to start hearing a lot about the new collective bargaining agreement too soon, Jared. So the PA and the AFL in the middle of that right at the moment. There's a consensus, of course, of making it a historic joint CBA for the men and the women, but that's the only common ground right now. So the player union got the AFL's financial position clarity, if you like, in the days before Christmas. That was more than three months after that massive $4.5 billion TV rights deal they struck with Seven, Fox and Telstra. So the PA, they met with their delegates and directors and then presented to the players just in the last few weeks about what they want. They went back to the AFL two weeks ago with this wish list, basically. Now, this is an opening gambit, really. It yeah. won't be what's um, obviously agreed upon, but the negotiations now are well and truly underway. So the touch paper's been lit. Might happen quickly, might happen slowly. Who knows? And I think we might actually get some clarity on what the players want in the next couple of weeks as well. So that's one to watch. All the league honchos are about to come together. They are. That's this Thursday, actually. The CEOs sit down. The, the I guess the annual pre-round one meeting between uh, the clubs, the presidents as well, and the power brokers at AFL HQ. Uh, there'll be a decent sort of a powwow here, I think, um, principally around the new head of football. Well, 
there's no new head of football, and that's that will be the subject of a lot of the powwow. Less less so Gill and his replacement, more so that the season is starting and they don't have a head of football. So I think there'll be some clubs, and speaking to a few more of them this morning, who will absolutely be wanting some clarity from the AFL on where this might be at the moment. That's among the big ticket items. Tazzy, Gill himself, of course, the Hawthorne investigation, CBA I mentioned, they'll be among the topics of uh, conversation down there, and perhaps even the soft cap on football department spend, all things yeah. that wash out. I understand the, yeah. the football boss um, delay. There's so many key issues that are going to be resolved before the new chief executive takes the reins. And have been already. You have to be able to put your stamp on something. And there weren't huge pressing issues going into this season out of last year, where in the past there have been. There's been a, a lot of argy-bargy around that role. Is It falls in Andrew Dillon's portfolio, so it's not like they don't have a guiding hand on it. But I think I would prefer the new chief executive to pick his footy boss. Rather than otherwise, what sort of mark yeah. is that new CEO going to be able to leave in the first two years if all those key deals have been done? That's his or her mandate. And you're right. And Laura Kane's in there as well. So it's a yeah, shared yeah. portfolio. We have come a long way since Steve Hocking vacated the position. And he put it on record as to how demanding that particular position was. It was all encompassing. But they have been making changes all the way through. So the amendments to the tribunal, yeah. uh, the sub rules been changed as well. So there's a, there's a lot of changes happening. Um, speaking of changes. Now, I know you've come back from the States and you were blown away by the party hole at the Phoenix Open. And this is a bit like those who come back from the Super Bowl and say, we have to have a twilight grand final. And such is your influence. The Grange Golf Course in Adelaide that will host our inaugural live tournament. Lo and behold, they haven't got a party hole. They've got a watering hole. A watering (laughs) hole on the 12th. So this will be the circus-like atmosphere we've come to love from the Phoenix Open. Uh, DJs, grandstands full, uh, cheers, jeers, chaos, beers, everything. Yeah. This is the ultimate interactive golf experience. I, I came back, I watched it and thought, why doesn't every tournament have their <laughs> right. showpiece par three surrounded in such a way? It's an absolutely brilliant concept and it's not unique to Phoenix. So I think, I feel like maybe the Gold Coast tournament that the PGA used to have a party hole. I feel like Robert Allenby once got into a blue well, around a party hole. Was in it Australia. an unofficial anyway, party hole? It's not made, a party hole until it's made yeah, official. Yeah. It's I, a party this hole. This is great. Every tournament should have this yep. stadium hole. I'm good on glad them. to hear Liver going to. I think it'll be a big event over there. Obviously sold out ages ago, so good on them. Good on you, Sam. Thanks, Jared. Sam Edmund for EFS by Air Road or Rail. Get your simple freight solutions delivered by EFS. Check efs.net.au.